Mansfield in the morning. Hot kids. That's right. It's one of our favorite times of the week, actually. It sets you up in such a positive way, even when it's a even when it's a tough one, because it yeah. makes you think, wow, I I'm so lucky. Yeah, that's the first thing. And then, well, maybe I could make a difference. Yeah. Exactly. And that's so special. So so this has been going for a little while, um, and it started last year when I went through to the Teddy Bear Clinic with then um, first runner-up, Sasha Lee Olafia from South Africa, and now Miss South Africa herself. Mm-hmm. She's taken the reins. And we went through to watch how children are taught how to testify in a rape trial when they've oh, been assessed. Jeez. And, and they are taught so, so they know who each person's going to be. And it's a wonderful way they do it. I mean, it's a dreadful thing that they have to. They use service dogs. Yes. And so the, the, they know I, rem- I remember yeah. you telling me the okay. story. And they wear little uniforms. Anyway, while we were there, um, it had been set up by Penny Stein. Oh, and no. you remember Penny? Pen? Yes. yes. And she started, uh, she, she's part of a project called Hashtag It's Not Your Fault. And it's been running for a little while. And it runs across the whole of South Africa. What these kids have to deal with just in that courtroom is not even secondary trauma. The secondary trauma for these kids is when they have to go to the police station and be examined after the sexual assault or the rape. Mm-hmm. And Monique Stradham, do you remember Monique Stradham? Yes, Kelly Stradham. Michi she, Kelly. That's right. She runs a project down in uh, Western Cape and they're in great contact. And I just wanted to play a little bit of what she says about how it is down there for her with these particular care packages. Start me at the beginning. How did you go from being probably the most famous hostage in the Southern Hemisphere to here? So what happened was it was the fourth month of our kidnapping. And um, at that stage, there was a lot of conflict because the one negotiator was corrupt. And then the Libyans threatened to withdraw. And we know we knew if they were going to withdraw, we are going to be dead. I decided that I was going to write my testament because I was going to die. And when I die, I'm going to be ready and make sure that... When they get my body, people will think that it will see that I thought about them. And um, I went to sleep that night and God spoke to me and God said to me, you are going to be released. And at that stage, there was no release happening at all. And um, you will come back and help the people of South Africa. So when I woke up the next morning, I said, this is what I'm going to come and do when I come back. So I wrote a business plan and at about 11 o'clock that morning, I was finished and I said, now I know why I had to be here and now I can go home. And I was released at two o'clock that afternoon. Before you were involved, what was the process when a child went to the police station to report away? Well, it's changed. Um, it's changed. The, the legislation has changed in the, in, in the last years. So when they had the child protection units, people could go to the child protection units and report there. What's happened now is that you have to report um, rape at a police station. Okay. Then they open a case, and um, are they situated now? If you have a cluster station, and you have an FCS unit, a family violence, child protection, sexual offences unit that serves that cluster station, so there will be a few police stations under there. So um, I saw a, a, a Facebook um, post. Somebody sent to me last night about a lady who complained about how they were treated and the police didn't want to put the kid in the van and they had to go to the police station. And unfortunately, those are the realities. The, the system, our system fails. So from from the moment it happens until after court, the, the system really fails. So what we try to do is just to make it easier. 
In the comfort pack, the first time I saw it, it looks like something you buy at a just him or a check. It's like a nice little kitty pack mm. that you would attach to something. Every single thing in there has yeah. a purpose. That's right. And you talk about yeah. it a little bit. That's right. So our packs have been really been researched through many years of, of doing this. Um, so we look at, at the immediate trauma. Um, we look at making the child comfortable and we're looking at making um, the process I don't want to say as smooth as possible, but as least dramatic as possible. So what we will do, what we, we only pack for little girls between 5 and 12 because the need is so incredibly high. Yeah, we don't even pack for boys. We don't pack for older kids. We only pack for that because we can't even supply that need. So what we will do in the smaller packs is we will look at something to eat. Um, and we, for instance, put a packet of cookies in because we often find that the mother will come with the brother and the sister. And that it's taken them hours to get there. And um, if you go for, if you have to go to hospital on a weekend, because that's when most of the rape happens, you sit in the emergency room, they're gonna help the people who are, have been stabbed and shot. So we know of cases where kids sat for 12 hours. And also the doctor didn't want to do the medical examination because he didn't know how to complete the J88. So we put the, a packet of cookies so that at least there's something for the whole family. Then we put a cool drink, we put an energy bar, um, and we put a packet of soup because often at the police stations they will be able to make them a cup of soup. And it it just uh, that cup of soup just balances the, the sugar, you know, the, the um, all the stress hormones that's been released. So that's that's to make them comfortable. Then we do a teddy, um, and we do a coloring book and crayons. Um, and for the older kids, we do a notebook and a pen because because of the process that's so long. So if we can just take the kids focus away from what's happened. One of the success stories was one of the West Coast units, actually in um, Fredenburg, wrote a letter to us and he said, thank you so much for the comfort pack because the kid, she was raped and she was really badly injured and when they tried to take the statement, she, she just blocked out, she couldn't speak, she was so traumatized. And then when he gave her the pack, she immediately opened up. What happened was the perpetrator was um, somebody who knew the family. And when they got to him, he was already packed. He was ready to run. If she didn't disclose when she disclosed, he would have gotten away. It's incredible. Um, and Monique, also Sasha Lee and, and Penny, what they, what they do is so powerful. Um, one of the other things that happened was they got a, a letter from one of the policemen to say that when he'd handed over the pack to one of these little littlies, he got a letter from her to say that was the first time she'd ever had a friend when she got the teddy. And now she had a friend. So these packs are incredibly powerful and they're not subsidized by government because there isn't the money for it. So it's really important that, you know, we can get behind this and, and help. Okay, well, let's, let's speak to Penny in, in, in a few minutes' yeah. time. Let's get her on the line. We've got a lady in Joburg who is making it a campaign. A friend of the show. That's right. She, because we've we've worked with her on numerous occasions and on, on, on numerous projects as That's well right. in the form of Penny Stein. Hello, Ben. Ben. Hello. How lovely to hear from you. It's Hi, Sam. Hello, Penny. <laughs> and may I just say a happy, kind and new year to both of you. Thank you. You too, Ben. Mm. Penny, we heard from Monique talking about the care packages and I know what she's dealing with down there. What got you onto this and what's made this such a big, a big passion for you? 
So, as you both know, I've been working in community for many, many years. I headed up the Dischem Foundation, and on one of my community visits, I visited a kids' clinic in Boxburg, which is basically a drop-in center for abused children. And I went to Rekia to see what I could do to help, and I had... I had visited so many clinics. I had visited so many women's abused homes. But there was something that happened to me in this particular clinic that absolutely turned my world around. I was in this little playground <clears throat> where all the kids um, were having a break. They had medical, they had um, nurses, psychologists, uh, all sorts of different therapies going on to the various kids that visit. Sorry. And... Um, I went and I had a look to have a look at the little playground and I have to tell you, first of all, it was silent. There were swings, there was not a sound. It felt quite eerie to me. And I looked to the left of me and there were three little kids, two brothers, one little sister ranging, one little girl ranging from the age of four to seven. And the manager of the center said to me, and I'm very pleased he told me the story. He said, these three kids, had been sexually abused by their grandparents who had been making pornographic videos with the three kids. And I think that was most probably the most shocking thing I'd ever heard. I couldn't get my head around it. Grandparents, they are there to protect and nurture us. And when I left the, the kids' clinic, I said, one day I'm going to do something more. I have to do something more in this space. Also, the amount of children that were there were, was uh, so overwhelming. Fast forward a couple of months, and I watched Carte Blanche one night, and just, they happened to do an insert on the lack of rape medical kits in the various police stations. And I thought this was due to some corrupt tender deal that had, had happened. So I thought, no, this, this is not possible. Uh, what what can I do? I phoned carte blanche and I said, listen, I will pull out all the stops, use every contact. I will raise the money immediately to buy medical red kit. Because at the end of the day, no medical red kit, no DNA, no prosecution, no evidence. No so, conviction. Yeah, no conviction. We went uh, dead end to dead end. It, it, because it's medical and it's forensic, you cannot have other people's hands obviously and fingerprints on and obviously I was very naive you know I thought I could go and buy a few things from you know and put a kit together I said fine for every single red kit we are going to create a proper red comfort pack so what is a red comfort pack it is a pack that is used for a woman man boy or girl when they are brought into a drop-in center a police station a red clinic and first of all, it, it's a multi-purpose pack. It helps the people who are doing the medical examination. Now, you need to know when they have a surgical medical examination, it's brutal. You have a traumatized person, child. There is no comfort. It's normally in the most horrible conditions. There is nothing to comfort or give anybody or family members or a child any kind of safety or security. So... In the pack comes sugar, sweets, 
a teddy bear to hold on to, every possible hygiene product that you can imagine, and included in it is a card which says, it's not your fault. And all of these are distributed through all the organizations that we're associated with to send to police stations, clinics, so that no child, no woman, and no man, there are four different types of kids age-appropriate and gender-appropriate. Penny, uh, how, how much does it cost for one of these? Okay, it's 120 rand, and um, the 120 rand is what we exactly what we pay for. It goes through the Angel Network, who are a fabulous NGO, and we're not talking lucky packets here. Mm-hmm. We're actually talking about a red comfort pack for one child. I have been to a red clinic where three have been used in an hour, which was absolutely shocking. Just, uh, yeah, I think we're all stunned. It's astounding. It's absolutely astounding. Um, so, Penny, what we want to do is we want to... It's a drop in the ocean, but I know there's a huge campaign coming and we're going to be all over it. We'd like to give you, from Hot Cares, 12,000 Rand for 100 packs. Oh, that is... That is overwhelming because let me tell you, we're giving dignity to a hundred more children, women, men and boys. How do people, and, if, if, if people are listening now and they want to get involved yeah. in this, how can they, how can they get involved? Mina? Okay, so Jeremy, basically we need to raise, we need to raise funds. The more funds we raise, the more kits. Mm-hmm. We're trying to raise a million rand this year, which should give us 900,000 kits, which means that we can equip almost every police station, clinic, dropping center with kits to, to ensure that at least people are, are, are given a bit of dignity. So if they'd like to donate 120 rand, that's one kit. Yeah. And um, they can go on to the angelnetwork.co.za and there is a donate and you can donate there. And all you need to do is put your reference and say red kit and your name and surname. And I can tell you, Another way that you get involved is we'll do a shout-out for a packing day. Um, it takes a lot of time to pack these. I had 80 volunteers to pack 3,000. It took us five days. People can help us pack them. We actually don't want product donations because we need consistency in mm. everything. Mm. Um, so 120 rand is not a lot of money to change a child or a human being's life. Mm. And uh, we we implore and ask people to be generous to help us help one person in their most distressful and most stressful time of their lives. Okay, the angelnetwork.co.za. That is the uh, website. You can go and uh, take a look around. And if you'd like to make a donation, we'd appreciate it. Very much so. Penny, thank you for the wonderful work you're doing. And keep us up to date on the packing days. Yeah. Oh, we will. And listen, thank you. You're going to help us with that hundred extra packs. It's going to go a long way. Thank you. Much, much appreciated. Thank you, Penn. Lovely to talk to you again. Penny Stein, theangelnetwork.co.za. Mansfield in the morning. Monday to Friday, 6 to 9. Driven by Sandown Motors, your Mercedes-Benz partner. Hot 91.9.